Hi, YouTubers and watchers everywhere. It's MargaretGeorgeTune.com. I'm back with another Monday morning mailbag. Get yourself a cup of coffee, kick back, relax. Let's talk a little wet shaving and a few other things. What do you got this morning? I've got a seasonal favorite. Hang on. Yeah, that is that is absolutely terrific. From Trader Joe's Gingerbread Coffee. This came courtesy of my nephew Tommy and uh, nieces Kelly and Bryn. Thank you very, very much to Tommy, Bryn, and Kelly for this. Absolutely wonderful, wonderful, flavorful coffee. Uh, Trader Joe's Gingerbread Coffee. Medium dark roast, smooth, fragrant, and lively. Yes, absolutely wonderful. The perfect coffee to have now that we're in the holiday Christmas season. Absolutely fantastic. And of course, I'm using my Captain's Choice coffee mug. Two weeks in a row, this is a great, great coffee mug. Thanks again to Alex Lopez for that. Also wanted to mention, I forgot to mention, uh, along with some of the other things that he sent, he also sent some Captain's Choice samples. Here we have 45th Parallel right there, and also Nor'easter. If you ever tried any of these, boy, oh boy, these are great. Let me know if you've tried these and which one you like. They're both, both terrific, and I'm gonna, I'm definitely gonna review these and uh, get them in maybe my Starry Night Shave Bowl whip up a lather, that sort of thing. Absolutely fantastic. And also, this is some Captain's Choice Italia Aftershave. Boy, this is a nice fragrance too. Really, really terrific. So thanks again to Alex Lopez. I forgot to mention those, uh, along with a lot of the other great, great stuff that he sent along, especially the Dracant Razor. What a fantastic razor. I used this again for my shave before cameras rolled. What a fantastic, fantastic razor. Also used a Lord Platinum Blade this time around in it. Uh, absolutely fantastic, fantastic shave. And uh, you know what? I had a little bit of an operator error, a little bit of slip up on my, it was my fault. And uh, I think this razor, because of that great scalloped comb there, it's mild yet highly efficient quality. I think it really saved me from having, making it a, from becoming a bigger error is what I mean to say. It was really just a very, very small, small, minor nick. And uh, you know what I did was, uh, it was so minor and small, I took viewers' uh, advice and I got an Allen block and I ran under some cold water and I held it up to the nick for about 20 seconds and it sealed it right up. And just to be on the safe side, I also got some of this good line nick stop right here. We've talked about this before and just kind of rubbed, you know, got the roller ball. It's a roller ball right there and just kind of rub that over the neck, and it really, really sealed up. You can you can barely notice it. Now, it is someplace <laughs> on the area that I shave or thereabouts, and uh, if you can find it, uh, hey, uh, let me know. I'll reveal the answer of where I nicked myself uh, at the end of the show, play a little bit of a game, you know, spot the nick. <laughs> but uh, it wasn't anything really, really major, just very, very minor, but point is, is that uh, this razor did an absolutely fantastic job. BBS shave. I did a, I, 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 all I needed was uh, two passes and a touch up. I did three passes because I was enjoying the shave so much. And uh, just that little bit, a little bit of a, a operator error. 
but again, uh, you know what? Hey, spot the Nick and uh, see if you can find <laughs> where I slipped up. But boy, oh boy, uh, great to see you again. Thanks so much for tuning in. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me this morning. As we like to say, a good hot coffee, a trusty mug, let the caffeine go to work, gentlemen. If you're taking me along on your morning commute, thanks very much for the lift. I really, really do appreciate it. Uh, boy, we got a great show for you this morning. A lot of great stuff to talk about. A lot of great topics and refill. A lot of great stuff in new wet shave gear. Boy, just really, really just itching to get the show going. So let's go ahead and get the show going. So let's kick it off like we do every week with a viewer morning shaving tip. Okay, this morning's shaving tip comes from viewer Chuck Price. And Chuck writes, Hi Mark, with the holiday travel season upon us, I wanted to share my tip on travel pre-shave soap. When my Cube 2.0 gets down to about a third left, I use a cheese grater and grate it into a bowl. Then I pack the soap into an empty travel shape soap dispenser that I used up already. And boom, travel pre-shave soap. Great size for a dop kit, and it keeps the cube soap easy to handle instead of letting it get down to a sliver. Thanks for all you do for the hobby. Keep up the great work. Happy shaves, Chuck. And he also added here in, a, in another email. Here it is. I used an old, empty, atomic age bay rum shave soap container this time. That's the Ice Cube 2.0 in it. Wow, that is an absolutely great, great Tip, Chuck, really do appreciate that. You know, my Cube 2.0 is down to a sliver. And uh, yeah, I might do that. I have an empty uh, dispenser right here, the Tube 2.0. So this one is just about down to the last little bit. So I think I'm going to try packing this, grading it, packing it in here, or uh, maybe find another dispenser that I have, but an absolutely fantastic, fantastic tip, especially with holiday travel underway. And I do have uh, some new cubes on order, mentholated and non-mentholated. So hopefully uh, when those arrive, I'm definitely going to try to grate this and put it into that dispenser that I just showed you there. Absolutely, absolutely fantastic, fantastic tip. Uh, Chuck, uh, you know what? Also covers the basis of repurposing stuff that we have in the shave den. So really terrific, terrific shave tip. Thanks for sharing it with everyone. Uh, and to say thank you for you and only you, an original signed George sketch. So please email me your snail mail address at mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and I will send this to you post haste. And if you out there would like an original signed George sketch, just send me a shaving tip. Email the shaving tip to mondaymailbag at gmail.com, mondaymailbag at gmail.com, and if I use it on the morning shaving tip segment here on the Monday Morning Mailbag, you too will receive an original signed George sketch. So Chuck, thanks again for a really, really neat shave tip. Really do appreciate it. Okay, we've got an extra shaving tip this morning from viewer Robert Ross. And he writes, Dear Mark, I recently had a very rough shave with a brand new Gillette Platinum Blade. So I debated whether or not I should replace it or flip it over in my razor. I did the latter and went on to have several more fabulous shaves with this blade. 
Perhaps the coating on the blade was the issue. In any case, the moral of the story is to give your blade another chance to prove itself. This is the first time in seven months of wet shaving that I've had a bad shave with a new blade, but it can happen. Hope this helps your subscribers. Cheers, Bob Ross. Hey, Bob, thanks for passing that along very, very much. Really do appreciate that. Yeah, sounds like it can happen once in a blue moon, I guess. Let me know in the comments below if any of you have experienced having a bad blade and if flipping it made the difference. And uh, Bob is saying it made the difference for him and he went on to use it for several other great shaves. That really is, that really is rather remarkable. I'm, I'm very impressed by that because uh, I think we've had this discussion before, or maybe I've seen it on some online forums talking about switching the blade, flipping it over. Uh, I know that a lot of wet shavers talk about that to even out the wear of the blade and maybe extend its life a little bit by flipping it over. Uh, and some wet shavers say it works. Other wet shavers say it doesn't. Well, Rob, Robert, Bob has had an experience where he flipped it and he got a great shave from it uh, and went on to have even more shaves with it. Uh, on that one side, uh, just by flipping it. So uh, thanks very much for passing that along, Bob. And please, folks, comment below and let me know if you've ever done that, if you've ever experienced a bad blade and just flipped it and it improved your shave. I really, really am very, very curious about that. Hey, Bob, thanks very much for passing along that tip. Really do appreciate it. Well, we've got another shave den to show you this week. This one comes from Rodney Ripplinger. And he writes, hi, Mark. I wanted to show you in addition to my shave den, two things to note. I have storage space for homebrew aftershaves underneath the shelf. And then see the brush hanging by rubber bands? That's how I handle the two brushes I have that don't fit in hanging brush holders. The bottom rubber band is adjusted to the brush handles by adding a twist tie to make the lower loop smaller. By the time the brushes are hanging, they are not dripping anymore. Down in front is the sample puck of Delirium Dive Soap from Jen Cook, a peppermint blend. Now, Jen Cook or Jen Coke, K-O-C-H, uh, is uh, the owner, operator of Farmhouse North. We've reviewed her shave soaps before. And uh, Rodney was saying this is a very nice peppermint blend, peppermint scented shave soap. Very much in the uh, spirit of the Christmas season. So if you're looking for a nice peppermint blend or peppermint scented shave soap, give Delirium Dive uh, a look. And uh, Rodney, thanks very much for uh, passing along a really neat shelf system. I believe he said he bought it at uh, one of the big box stores. And really, it just makes for a nice addition to uh, a shave den if you, you want to add some space. Really, really neat. So thanks again for the look at that, Rodney. Really do appreciate it. Okay, here's your weekly reminder that the Monday Morning Mailbag is also available as a podcast. It's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more, and the Monday Morning Mailbag podcast should come right up along with our other podcast, Second Cup. So again, it's available on Anchor, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, and Google Podcasts. Just search for Monday Morning Mailbag and more. Well, what do you know? Coffee's getting low that time of the show. 
Let's go back for a refill. Well, I hope you went back for a refill. I sure did. I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Well, if you went back for a refill, then you are enjoying a cup of coffee with me. And uh, speaking of which, again, Trader Joe's gingerbread coffee. Boy, this is terrific. My thanks again to Tommy, Brennan, and Kelly for this. Uh, really a favorite and just a perfect coffee for this time of year. Really, really wonderful. It's got a great aroma, too. Just, just fantastic. Fanta hang on, hang on. Man, that's great. Oh, wow. Again, I hope you're enjoying a cup of coffee with me. Let's get to some of these refill topics. We got some great, great comments from viewers. We're going to kick it off with something from Roderick McLeod. Now, he wrote a novel, <laughs> and I'm going to get this, and I'm going to pin it in the comments section because it really is uh, a lot of great information in it is what I mean to say. But I'll give you some of the highlights here. Uh, he wrote uh, he wrote regarding brushes, whether we should hang them or stand them. He wrote, uh, standing versus hanging. Hmm, let's get sciency. Evaporation isn't really directional. We tend to think of it that way because most of the time when we think of evaporation, it's standing water or boiling water, and up is the only direction water vapor can go. If the brush is hotter than the air in the room, you might get a bit of an assist from a bit of an updraft with a standing brush, but evaporative cooling will result in the bristles rapidly cooling to anywhere from a few to several degrees cooler than the room air, depending upon humidity. So bristles up or bristles down will have almost no appreciable effect on drying time. As evaporative cooling takes over, there can even be a bit of a downdraft introduced so maybe hanging is better. And there are a lot, of, a lot of other great information in this comment. Really, Roderick, thank you very much for taking the time. And again, I'm going to pin it at the top of the comment section so you can read it firsthand because it really is thorough and informative. However, uh, he does wrap up by saying this, full disclosure, I hang for drying and store dry brushes in a cabinet standing on their bases. Uh, so, uh, you know, thanks for that, Roderick, appreciate that. But here's this little nugget right here. If you're the kind of guy who has a large collection of brushes and store them on a shelf standing on their handles, they might just be collecting dust. So maybe consider some kind of enclosure or a hanging rack just to keep gunk from setting between the bristles over time. Really, really great tip there, Roderick. Thank you very, very much for that. Really do appreciate that. Uh, Jerome Barbier wrote, Holiday Shave Soaps, how on earth could you forget to mention Chella? Yes, <laughs> you're absolutely correct, mea culpa, mea culpa. I am sorry about that. This is an absolutely fantastic, fantastic scent for the Christmas season, the holiday season. It smells like Christmas cookies. It's got that great almond scent. Yeah, and it smells just like Christmas cookies. And even... The uh, gentleman on the label <laughs> resembles Santa Claus. So it's a shave soap you can use year-round, and it also has extra special meaning during the Christmas season because it smells like 
Christmas cookies. So my apologies for forgetting about Chella. Absolutely. Andrew Hill wrote, uh, I do love the holiday soaps, although I like the ones most that still work well throughout the year, like Chella. <laughs> I use that year-round. Have a great week, Mark. Yeah, thanks again, Andrew, for confirming how great Chella is for the holiday season, the Christmas season, and also year-round. It really is a terrific, terrific shave soap. The red is tallow-based, and the green is uh, non-tallow, just so you know. There's red and there's green. So, um, yeah, both formulas, tallow, non-tallow, both make great, great lathers. But the tallow-based in the red container <laughs> smells just like Christmas cookies. Absolutely. Uh, Charles Price wrote, Great show. When it comes to blades, I change a double-edged blade after one use. I have so many different blades and razors that it doesn't make sense to try to see how many shaves I can get from each one. When it comes to injector and artist club blades, I usually get five to seven shaves from each. Yeah, Charles, I'm on the uh, same page with you there. Uh, you know, I will use a blade for maybe two to three shaves, and I toss it, and I'm on to a new blade. Uh, I figure uh, that, that, that that saying that the viewer, uh, I can't remember which viewer it was, but your face, your rules, uh, yeah, absolutely. And I want to treat my face to the best stuff as often as possible. And for me, that means a new blade as often as possible. But I do agree with you on ejector razor blades, five to seven shaves, and then I move on to a new blade. That's a little different because um, it's a different kind of configuration in the razor head, that sort of thing. And uh, I have found that, especially with the Supply SE and the Supply Pro, uh, which is their adjustable injector razor, uh, that I'm getting a, probably a good five Five to six shaves from a one injector blade. It really is a terrific, terrific razor and a terrific blade and a terrific shaving system, uh, the Supply SE and the Supply Pro. Uh, but yeah, general thumb is with DE razors, two to three shaves, I'm on to a new blade. Absolutely. And like you, so many great, uh, there are so many great blades in my shave den. Why not? Absolutely. Uh, oh, Charles Price also. Uh, Mention this, and thank you very much for mentioning the following. As a left-handed shaver, I can say yes, the Barber Pole Knurling is a little more slippery. It isn't a deal breaker for me or anything. Uh, it's not that serious, but it is there a little bit. Uh, Charles, thanks very much for mentioning that because we were talking about the Dracant Razor. And uh, in my review, I mentioned it has this Barber Pole configuration here, but it also has these channels that are cut in the handle that run the length of the handle that really kind of improves the grip. And I had heard that a barber pole knurling, uh, you know, without these channels obviously, but a barber pole knurling is a better grip in a right hand than it is in a left hand. So Charles, thanks very much for confirming uh, what I read someplace. I can't remember where I read it, but thanks very much for confirming that. Really do appreciate that. Bob LaRoe got a Henson razor, and he wrote, The Henson razor arrived yesterday, and I tried it this morning. Very mild, good knurling, and while light, it wasn't like those plastic disposables. I used an Astra green blade. Overall, I'm satisfied. I still prefer the Rockwell 6S and the Mercur 34C. My guess, Robert, is you like the weight of the 6S and the 34C. That's just my guess. And I think that the, the Henson is very, very, a very, very good razor. It is lightweight, 
makes it a little more maneuverable, but I have found that you don't have to press with it, anything like that. That razor head will just do all the work. It really is a terrific, terrific razor. So I'm glad you're having uh, some great shaves with it. Al Spencer wrote, Mark, very informative mailbag today. Hey, thanks very much, Al. Thank you for your dedication. In regards to face adapting to shaving and irritation, in addition to razor and razor blade combination and technique, I believe that skin care is as equally important. I always use Tube 2.0. Well, that's what I pointed out earlier, right? I always use Tube 2.0, alum block, and an aftershave balm, then a splash. Makes the whole experience enjoyable with no irritation and a BBS shave every shave. Side note, my wife and my daughter both have mentioned that my face looks better and younger since I've been wet shaving. Sounds like a win-win. Look forward to your videos, Al. Al, hey, thanks very much for that. Uh, this goes back to the rule of thumb of doing the proper prep throughout your shave. And it really does improve the quality of the shave. Just take your time. Uh, you know, use the, use the pre-shave. Make a good lather. Get a good shaving brush. Get a good artisan shave soap or a good commercial shave soap. Uh, get a good lather, a good safety razor, a good blade, those kinds of things. Allen Block is great. That's always in my post-shave routine. Good aftershave splash, a good balm. Yeah, the whole you, you run the whole gamut. If you want to go that one extra step, then maybe get a hot towel to kind of moisten and soften the whisker right before you do your pre-shave. You can do that as well. Yeah. It's just a great way to shave, and I know a lot of uh, a lot of wet shavers out there. Uh, they, they they look for the time to do it, especially in the morning. And I've always said, you know, try to wake up twenty minutes twenty minutes earlier to get that wet shave in, and, and to take your time. It really is worth it. Uh, but yeah, Al, thanks very much for mentioning that. Uh, and I think putting all those ingredients together, uh, that, that, that whole equation. Um, over time, I found when I did that, my face really, really adapted nicely to the traditional wet shave. It took about a month or so, two months, something like that, six weeks, somewhere in there. Uh, but I was coming from using an electric razor for years and years and years. So my skin was dry. So doing this, this wet shave, my, my, my face and skin adapted, but it took time drinking in all that great skin food from the shave soap and the other balms I was using, that sort of thing, getting used to the safety razor and the blade. Yeah, but it was really, really well, well worth it. So uh, just the best way to shave. So Al, thanks very much for confirming that it's the whole process that your skin and face adapts to. So yeah, I absolutely, uh, absolutely agree with you. Thanks so much, Al. Uh, William Murphy wrote, thanks, Mark, for another great Monday morning mailbag as usual. I received an aftershave sample of Malbolge. That's the PAA's Phoenix Shavings Malbolge. Malbolge. What a wonderful, wonderful scent. I love it so much. I ordered the soap and star jelly. Can't wait to use it. I also just used Space Nog and agree the scent is fantastic. I just got the last PAA brush missing from my collection. They are all great brushes. I just can't pick a favorite. As far as drying them, I let my brush dry on a stand and then move it to a shelf if I'm not going to use it the next day. This is what works for me. One last note. 
I love and read the Lockhorns every day and wish her, my friend Bunny Host, a happy birthday. If I remember right, Howard Huge was about a large dog. I used to read that one when it was published back in the 80s. Does she still, does Bunny, does Bunny still do the drawing for the Lockhorns? Or has that passed to John Reiner? Looking forward to the next Monday morning mailbag. Well, uh, the Lockhorns was originally created by uh, Bill Host, uh, Bill and Bunny Host, and uh, Bill did all that artwork. John was their assistant, and when Bill passed away, John took over all the uh, all the art art duties for the Lockhorns, Howard Hughes, Bumper Snickers, What a Guy, Agatha Crumb, all these great features that uh, Bunny and uh, Bill had created. And Bunny has done the writing and editing for all those features since their inceptions. And uh, yeah, if you look at the picture of Bunny and I in her studio, this was taken some years ago, that's a large cutout of Howard Huge in the background. So that's the character that William was referring to. So yeah, John has been doing a spectacular job of uh, drawing the Lockhorns and uh, all the other features over the years. Uh, he really has Bill's style down Pat, I mean, it's just amazing. And John is a really, really talented, talented cartoonist and artist. Really, one of the best in the business. And uh, Bunny is a dear friend and just celebrated a major, major birthday, 90 years of age. And it's been just a real joy having her friendship and knowing her and John over the years. So I will pass along your birthday wishes to them, uh, Bill. Really do appreciate that. And folks, that wraps up another refill for this week. Thanks so much to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some new wet shaving gear. If you happen to catch last week's Second Cup podcast, you would have heard me read a wonderful review from Beth Jones regarding the Black Land Dart Safety razor. Yeah, here it is right here. I happen to get one as well. Beth got one and did this wonderful review that I shared with listeners. And I'm going to share it again and actually show you the razor this time around. Uh, this is a, an absolutely fantastic, highly efficient razor, as you'll find out. Now, Blackland made the dart for a few years and then stopped making them. And I guess demand from the wet shaving community was such that they decided to make uh, 150 more, and then that was going to be it. They're going to make 150 of them, and then after that, uh, no more Blackland Dart Razor. Now, I happen to get one, and my serial number, because they were all serial numbered, is 136, right there. And they also sold it along with a base, an inkwell base, inkwell holder base, right there, like that. Let me just get it there like that so you can see it like that, so it doesn't <laughs> drop on the on the uh, the table or the uh, keyboard here and I'll show you the 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 inkwell holder base also has the serial number right there on the top of the ring there 136 this is made from billet 303 according to their product page billet 303 stainless steel and uh Beth did a really really wonderful review uh and uh here are the performance rates for the dart razor that uh, she was able to obtain from Blackland's website. The efficiency is 8 out of 10. The blade feel is 7 out of 10. The weight, 7 out of 10. It's 99 grams or 3.49 ounces. The smoothness is 7.5 out of 10. 
She writes, upon unboxing, my first impression of the Dart Razor was one of, wow, this is a very high quality, solid and well-made razor. Feels well-balanced in the hand with some heft to it. So you really do need to let the razor do all the work. Nice knurling on the handle right there. Handle seems a little short in my humble opinion, but the handle length is also one of the things that makes the dart so maneuverable. The top cap employs the three-tab design, with the middle tab being slightly taller and has a concave curve, and the base plate has a convex curve, which results in a very tight fitting uh, of the cap and base plate, of the top cap and base plate. Now here is what she's talking about right here, okay? There it is right there. And of course, here is the base plate. And right there like that. Very generous lathering channels there also. And it did come with an O-ring. So I'm gonna put that back together again. And we'll continue with her review. So we put it back together. Isn't that a gorgeous handle? It just has a, such a classic look to it. And there's some nice fluting in the handle. That's the knurling that uh, Beth is referring to. Just really, really terrific. Uh, so, it's, so she says, uh, which results in a very tight fitting of the top cap and base plate and a very tight clamping and torquing of the blade with minimal blade exposure and gap. Blade balance and alignment are both precise. I agree. I absolutely agree with that. Uh, first shave. I used Executive Shaving Citrus Kiss Shave Cream and a Gillette Platinum Swede Blade. For the first pass, I used the buffer ring that accompanied the razor. Uh, the shave was not as smooth and comfortable as I had hoped, but efficient, and I also noticed more blade feel than I expected. For the second pass, I removed the buffer ring mainly because I wanted to see how this affected the razor's performance and blade feel. Soap and hair evacuation was efficient due to the large drainage slots in the base plate. I made two full passes and a cleanup. Overall, a close but less than comfortable shave for me, but your mileage may vary. Second shave. I used Heritage Hill Midnight Ride Shave Soap and the Persona Comfort Coated Razor Blade, not the Persona Blades included with the razor. You do get five blades with five of the Persona Lab uh, blue blades, I believe they are, in the white wrapper. Uh, she did not use that. She used a uh, different uh, Persona blade, the Comfort Coated Razor Blade by Persona. Uh, I experienced a more efficient and comfortable shave, and I believe this can be attributed to, one, use of a different blade, two, use of a different shave soap, and three, improved familiarity with the razor. Even with the different variables, I still needed two passes and a cleanup. Uh, the Dart Razor, just like any razor in my limited experience, possesses a sweet spot, and once the shaver has found it, the Dart performs quite well. As to the performance charts stated above, I would consider it to be pretty darn dead-on, true, accurate, and correct, and the user can confidently rely upon the information as stated on Blackland's website. A really nice, concise, informative review. Thank you very, very much, Beth. Now, I have had a chance to shave with this, and I agree with her. The specs that are stated on this are very, very accurate. This has a high degree of efficiency. It really is a very, very efficient razor. Uh, I found myself really lightening up on my touch. Now, I've done a review of it. I'm in the process of editing it, and hopefully this will get posted uh, probably within the next week or so. 
but I found myself lightening up my touch with this razor. I'm not so sure this would be a razor I could use every single day. Maybe, you know, I could pull out if I have, say, two days worth of beard growth. Uh, this would really do a nice, nice job. But you know what? We'll see. It goes back to that question of face and skin adapting to uh, new and different razors, that sort of thing. And probably that might, that might come into play with this particular razor. I like this razor a lot. It really is a very, very good razor. I just have to lighten up on the touch, and I just have to slow down and take my time a little bit. Uh, it's, I'm not on automatic pilot as I am with some other razors that are a little more on the milder side. Let me just put it to you that way. But yeah, it's a terrific razor, and I can understand why some wet shavers out there really, really clamor to get one of these because it really is very, very highly, highly efficient. So uh, I would also think that a different razor blade uh, will really change the shave on this. Uh, if you have, uh, say, a, a razor blade that is a bit milder and has a, a rather softer, rounded edge to the, uh, the, to the sharpness of the blade, that will probably take down uh, the harshness, the growl of this razor, because it does have a little more growl. Uh, and it is really coming out of the blocks for me. Really, I had a lighten up on the, on, on the touch. Harsh might not be the proper word growl. That's the proper word. It has a little more growl. <laughs> really, it's a, it's a terrific, terrific razor. It looks great. Love the fluting and the knurling on the handle. Uh, really great clamping, great, great clamping on the, um, on the razor head. Nice, thin profile. Serial numbers, uh, yeah. Uh, if anything, it's really a great uh, collector's piece to have because they're not going to make any more of them. So it looks like I got number 136. So let me know if you got one. Let me know what your serial number is. I sure would be interested in who got number one, two, three, four, and got the top five or the top ten. That'd be interesting to know. But uh, again, my thanks to Beth Jones for a really, really terrific review of the Black Lamb Dart. Who knows? Maybe, maybe uh, if there's more outcry, more demand, maybe they'll run another 150 of them. I don't know. Only time will tell. Thanks again, Beth. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Jacob Heron checked in and he wrote, Hey, Mark, wanted to fill you in on Aylesworth's newest offering, the Aylesworth Copper Cont. All info of the razor will be in the Instagram link I'll provide, and I'll provide that link to you folks. Aylesworth razors on Instagram. Everything you've come to love in an Aylesworth razor, but with a whole new look. The Copper Cont, or Brass Edge, will be releasing on Monday, December 5th, for $99. Wow! Uh, and he writes here, actually looking at the Instagram link, it shows a release date and not much info on the actual razor. Uh, but he adds, it will be the same exposure, blade gap, etc. as the original stainless steel Dracant, but in brass. Well, thanks very much for that, uh, Jacob. Really do appreciate it. The, the Dracant, courtesy of viewer Alex Lopez. Again, Alex, thanks very, very much. I shaved with this before cameras rolled. This is an exceptional superlative razor. It really, really is wonderful. And this is uh, manufactured by Yates Precision uh, Manufacturing out of Pennsylvania. But this one is de designed in Canada by a gentleman named uh, Caleb, I believe. And it's an absolutely fantastic, fantastic safety razor. And the Copper Cont 
looks very, very promising. It looks to be another superlative razor. So thanks again, Jacob, for passing that along. I really do appreciate it. Based on my experience with the with the Dracant, uh, just an absolutely fantastic razor. I'm sure the Coppercant is going to be another, another wonderful razor from uh, the folks at Aylesworth. Thanks again, Jacob. Really do appreciate it. Well, in a previous Monday morning mailbag and also in some video reviews, we talked about Lucky Tiger's Essential Grooming Kit. Yeah, this is terrific. It came courtesy of viewer Mark Bagwell. Mark, thank you very, very much. You get four main components in here uh, inside this tin right there, the four bottles, okay? And as it says on the back panel here, uh, four simple steps, cleanse, shave, aftershave, moisturize. Uh, so you have a cleanser, kind of a pre-shave to clean your face. Then you, they give you a shave cream. You can use that by working it up in your hands or with a shave brush. You get a nice aftershave splash and you also get a face moisturizer, which is their aftershave balm. So you get those really, really nice four key steps in getting a nice traditional wet shave. Uh, it also has a very nice citrus scent and uh, very lively, nice citrus scent and really a terrific, terrific uh, shaving kit uh, that makes a great gift for the wet shaver in your life. If you're looking for something this holiday season, this is really wonderful. This would make a great gift for the traditional wet shaver in your life. Again, the shave cream can be used with a shaving brush or without a shaving brush. And uh, yeah, it's, it, it allows you to do the proper prep to get a really, really nice traditional wet shave. Really, really like this a lot. Thanks again to Mark Bagwell for this. Wanted to mention this to you again because Mark also sent along Lucky Tiger's Bay Rum Aftershave Splash. Boy, this is another delightful product from Lucky Tiger. And it says on the label right here, Aftershave, it's a cool and refreshing lotion right there. And that's absolutely true. Now, the nice thing about this product is it's not a heavy-handed Bay Rum scent. It's a lightly scented Bay Rum scent. So that means you can splash this on very, very liberally and be confident that it's not going to enter the room before you do. <laughs> That's the strength of this product. So if you're looking for a Bay Rum that is lightly scented, that isn't going to hit people over the head and isn't going to overwhelm them, check out the uh, Lucky Tiger Bay Rum. It is very very lightly scented. It's a lightly scented bay rum, but it is delightful and you can splash it on. You can splash on a lot of it, which I think is probably one of its strengths. So there it is, Lucky Tiger Bay Rum. Uh, as they say right there, aftershave, cool and refreshing lotion. So my thanks to Mark Bagwell for passing this along. I'll uh, be using this in some uh, upcoming reviews. I have been using it, as you can see, and I have been applying it quite liberally, and I do like it a lot. Again, a light Bay Rum scent. My thanks again to Mark Bagwell for the Lucky Tiger Bay Rum Aftershave. Thanks again, Mark. Okay, this next razor is available. Uh, it was available on Black Friday. We mentioned it that it was going to be on sale Black Friday. I hope you were able to get one because I did get one because a lot of viewers out there have mentioned it to me in the past. Hey, Mark, you ever going to do a review on it? You're going to get one, that sort of thing. And that razor is the Pearl Flexi Adjustable Safety Razor. And I did get one. I got it. 
uh, from Maggard Razors during their Black Friday sale was marked down from $80 to $59.99. Uh, I hope you were able to get one. It was a good price. And uh, this is the packaging that it came in. I've already removed it, but let me show you what it looks like inside. Really a terrific presentation. This also makes a great gift. Now, they, uh, they give you some uh, information here. Well, here's where the razor is, uh, sits, right here. They give you a razor and a stand. So this is where the razor was, and it is tightly packed. That's why I don't have it in there, because it would take me a little bit of a little bit of a struggle to get it out of there but there it is right there there's the openings for the razor and the uh and the stand and it really is uh, uh nice and protective uh they give you a warranty card that you would scan in and uh, that way you can register your particular flexi razor because each one has a serial number all you gotta do is scan that little barcode there and uh takes you right to the website where you can then register your razor they give you a little thank you card right here. They also give you a, a polishing cloth. Uh, on the upper part of the box here, they give you a little booklet that uh, is inserted in this little sleeve here. And this booklet here is uh, a nice trim little booklet. And it gives you a how to use and a shaving guide and, you know, that sort of thing. Uh, really, really terrific. So beautiful, beautiful presentation uh, of the Pearl Flexi. Uh, and here it is right here in the stand. Check that out. Isn't that beautiful? This is a CNC machined brass adjustable safety razor. It is triple plated. It is really very, very well made. The base has a little bit of a rubber uh, pad there on the bottom. Okay, so when you put it on your, on your sink counter or your sink or your counter, it really, really grips the surface so it's not going to slide across. Uh, and this fits like hand and glove right here. I mean, it's just really terrific. Uh, it has a very, nice, a very nice, tight, traditional kind of knurling here. It's a two-piece razor, so you will undo the bottom knob here, and that will remove the, uh, the cap and the post right there. It is, a, it is a tab and slot configuration, right? So you just load the blade and then... Uh, line everything up and then uh, tighten it back up. Uh, then the adjustment takes place on the collar right here on the neck uh, and it adjusts from one to six. Now, uh, I've been following the development of this razor and some other wet shavers have been posting to Facebook and some other online forums uh, about uh, their uh, experiences with the early versions of the Flexi. Uh, the early versions or the first two versions they had, um, or the first version, had a problem with a blade gap. Uh, one side would be wider than the other. So there wasn't, there, the, the alignment wasn't very good. Now they say that they have corrected that in version two and every other version afterwards. Going forward uh, has that correction. Uh, this is a version four uh, flexi, uh, what I have here. And uh, I noticed when I opened it up, now I'm at about three and a half right here. Okay, there's it. You can see that about three and a half right there. Take a look at that. Okay, that looks pretty good, doesn't it? That blade gap right there looks pretty good, looks pretty even. I found that when I turn it up to six, you know what? I'm looking at it and I'm thinking, well, maybe that's off a little bit. Now I'm looking at it, I don't think so. I think it's, I think it's maybe a little bit. What do you think? Maybe a little bit? Maybe a little bit? Huh? You think? I don't, I don't know. Hard to say. It could be my imagination. There could be a bias there from reading 
all the development, uh, all the developmental processes and uh, corrections that they went through in uh, producing this razor early on. So maybe there's a bias there on my part, but uh, I did have a chance to shave with it. I did shoot a video review of it, and this is really a wonderful, wonderful razor. If there is a slight variation in blade gap from one side of the razor head to the other, I didn't feel anything. Uh, but, but again, I'm not going to turn this up all the way to six uh, for my shave. There are some out there who have a very, very demanding beard, more demanding than mine, and they may very well turn it up to six. And, uh, you know, it'll probably really, really give them a wonderful, wonderful shave. Three and a quarter is where I started my shave, and that was plenty for me. I've got a beautiful, beautiful BBS shave from this razor. Absolutely terrific. I had two days worth of uh, beard growth and it just took it down. It did a wonderful, wonderful job. This weighs five ounces. It has a lot of heft. It is built. Uh, it's, it's built like a tank. It's very, very rugged. It has great, uh, a great satin finish to it. Again, it's triple plated. It's a brass razor. Uh, aside from that light, that's that slight that slight gap variation, very, very slight, uh, you know, terrific razor. I, I think everything about it is wonderful. And I'm looking at this, I turned it up to six again. I'm looking at it. I, you know what? It's my imagination. I don't see a variation in the gap. Tell me if you see that or not. If, if it's there, it's ever, ever so slight uh, that I don't think it's going to make much of a difference at all. Uh, it is... Just an absolutely wonderful, wonderful uh, razor. It gave me a terrific, terrific, terrific shave. And uh, if you're looking for another great Christmas gift uh, to give to the wet shaver in your life, boy, check this one out. $80, you might be able to find it on sale online someplace. If I do find it on sale uh, through uh, various online sellers, I'll make sure to tweet that out or to mention it in Second Cup or some of the other outlets that uh, that I have. Uh, but this was really terrific. I mean, it gave me a great, great shave of that. You feel all five ounces of this in your hand, no doubt about it. The weight of the razor does all the work. The only other razor I have that is heavier than this is my Godfather Stonehenge, my Viking's Blade. I, I, my Viking's Blade, I believe that's 5.5 ounces. Uh, but that's also a longer handle. This is a shorter handle, more compact, feels just, I mean, just feels great in the hand. It really does. And of course, a lot of folks compare this to the uh, Rec Supply Ambassador. I don't have an ambassador, but I do have the console. And you can see here that, uh, you know, not about the same length as the console, but uh, it has a wider diameter. The the Flexi has a wider diameter handle, so there's a little more uh, of a little, a, a little more um, uh, meat on the handle, so to speak, than the uh, than the console uh, razor. Uh, but yeah, uh, you know, kind of a similar look, uh, but uh, not identical to the console, and I don't think it's identical to the um, Ambassador either. Although I don't have an Ambassador, but really a terrific razor. And you get the razor, you get the uh, the inkwell stand here, which is terrific, and uh, it is beautifully machined. It's CNC machined brass, from what I understand, triple plated, beautiful satin finish. Uh, it really is it has some nice fit and finish to it. The blade alignment, 
fine, absolutely terrific. And again, uh, if there is a slight variation uh, in that blade gap, um, you know, it's it's really very, very slight. I don't know, I'd have to really, really study it long and hard to figure <laughs> to see if it's there or not. And I don't, you know, I'm at six again, and I don't, I'm looking at it now, and I don't think it's there. I think that's just my imagination, to be perfectly honest with you. Again, turned all the way up to six. I don't, I don't think it's there. I think this thing is spot on. Anyhow, it gave me such a delightful, smooth, wonderful shave. Uh, I came away thinking, look out, uh, Mercur uh, Progress and Parker Variant. Boy, there's a new kid in town, and this one is really going to give them a run for their money. This is terrific. So if you're looking for a two-piece adjustable safety razor with a, an adjustment dial on the neck like this, uh, five ounces, uh, fully brass from what I understand, CNC machine, triple plated, check out the Pearl Flexi. Really, really terrific. And again, another razor that will make a terrific gift for the wet shaver in your life. And uh, I just had a really delightful, delightful BBS shave from this razor. Be, be editing, I'll be editing the uh, review here and hopefully I'll get that posted very, very soon. But I was very, very impressed by this. And again, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, maybe I've, again, I've read so much about that blade gap uh, uh, problem that they were having early on that I think it just, again, I, I think it just came into play. And if I probably hadn't heard about it at all, I wouldn't be looking for it because I don't, you know, I'm looking at it, it's so very, if it's there, it's so very, very slight, it's probably not even there at all, to be perfectly honest with you. It might be my imagination running wild. But uh, really, terrific, terrific, terrific razor. So check it out, the Pearl Flexi. Uh, and really, it gave me a terrific, terrific shave, BBS for sure. Well, we've got a few holiday shave soaps to share with you. Uh, viewer Steve M. writes, a great holiday soap, outside of all the great PAA scents that are yet to be released, is Barrister and Mann's Vespers. Yeah, and I found online information where they write, Vespers is the product of a specific picture, the image of a quaint mountain town in late December, snow falling gently on the peak roofs, lights twinkling in the square. Well, you get the idea. Hey, Steve, thanks for passing that along. Really do appreciate it. Joel Torano uh, passed along a couple of holiday shave soaps. Uh, the first is Cooper and French. Uh, they offer Santa's Workshop Shaving Soap. And as they write, it's beginning to look a lot like Christmas. And what a perfect time to change up your regular day-to-day -day shaving routine with one of our favorite shave soaps. Santa's Workshop is a fun, spicy, and sweet-smelling shave soap that is so full of Christmas you can't help but be in the mood after shaving with it. Yeah, and they go on to talk about the subtle smokiness uh, with the sweet honeyed pipe tobacco that creates a scent like what you'd imagine Santa's workshop uh, to be like. Yeah, absolutely fantastic description of the scent. Really terrific. I will link to it where you can read it in its entirety. Uh, he also passed along 
Bad Santa. Uh, this is available from uh, the Razor Company, I believe, and also Pasteur Pharmacy. Uh, and it has notes of cherry, tobacco leaf, oak, vanilla, whiskey, spices. Yeah, <laughs> it sounds absolutely fantastic. Another great, great holiday shaving soap offering. And again, it's available at Pasteur's and also the Razor Company. So thanks, gentlemen, for passing along those holiday shaving soaps. Really do appreciate it. Okay, a couple of viewers wanted to uh, discuss the Dracant Razor. And I'm happy to show it again because, boy, oh boy, this just delivered a wonderful, wonderful shave before cameras rolled. Just absolutely beautiful. Smooth, efficient, mild, just wonderful. And again, I got a nice BBS result from this. Uh, two passes and a touch-up with one day's worth of beard growth. Uh, two days worth of beard growth or more, it's probably going to be three passes, but it's just such an enjoyable, enjoyable razor. Anyhow, Robert Fagan wrote, great shave, great video. I believe it's the supply razor that, quote, performs like a Ferrari, built like a Tesla, unquote. Forgive me if I got that wrong. Actually, it's built like a tank, drives like a Tesla. That's their tagline for it. Uh, Robert continues, this to me looks like the Lamborghini version, the Lamborghini Dracant, if you will. Love the look of that razor. Uh, my apologies if you mentioned it already, but are other base plates more aggressive or the same? I'd need something a bit more aggressive if I was and hopefully will purchase. Uh, you know what? I found the information on their product page. I'll also link to their product page, uh, Robert. The original plate, which is what I have, has a 0.73 millimeter blade gap, and I believe it's a neutral blade exposure. Uh, the plus plate is a 0.99 millimeter blade gap, and it has a 0.125 millimeter blade exposure, if I'm reading that correctly. They also have an open comb plate, which has a 0.99 millimeter blade exposure uh, and a blade gap and a 0.125 millimeter blade exposure. I believe that's how I'm reading it. They write it as 0.99 millimeter slash 0.125 millimeter. So I think that's blade gap, blade exposure, I think is what it is. Uh, but yeah, so there you go. The plus plates could be 0.99 millimeters uh, as well as the open comb, whereas the original plate is 0.73 millimeters. It's this is really, really wonderfully efficient, beautifully smooth, beautifully mild and efficient. Really like this razor a lot. And again, you're right. It just has a great look to it. Lamborghini, yeah, I'll go with that. It really is terrific. I love the, the slim profile to the razor head here. And again, it has some really generous lathering channels here too. You know, I, I think I've showed those, showed those before. And really the lather just moves right out of the way. I mean, it keeps the blade clean and exposed. So you can just keep shaving and you're not, you don't have to rinse that often. Really, really terrific. Nice weight, beautiful balance. Love the handle. Terrific, terrific knurling, good grip. Yeah, really, really terrific. Now, Jacob Heron wrote, uh, great shave, Mark. One thing I wanted to point out, and I'm not sure if you noticed, but the Dracant actually has a different angle of shaving. It's set to shave at a 24-degree angle, almost like you're riding the cap, instead of the traditional 30-degree angle of most DEs. And yes, the Dracant is an excellent head shaver. That's what I bought mine for and absolutely love it. It has taken down one day's worth of growth comfortably and even up to five days of heavy growth 
just as smooth and comfortable. Such a great, smooth razor. Uh, Jacob, to be perfectly honest with you, when I first used this razor and for all other shaves, especially the one I had before cameras rolled, I didn't notice a difference in shaving angle. If there is, again, I'm not noticing it. All, I'm going by blade feel, and it's really easy to find the proper shaving angle from this for this razor, whether it's 24 degrees or 30 degrees. However, it really is just the shape of this head and how the blade sits there and this scalloped comb. Everything comes together to where it's automatic in finding that really perfect shaving angle and feeling the blade. And it's a smooth, positive, wonderful feel from the blade. It's not harsh. It's mild. It's efficient. And it, it just glides. It really is terrific. So whether it's 30 degrees or 24 degrees, you know what? I really didn't notice it. I mean, I'll take your word if it's 24 degrees. That's probably where I am, I'm at with it. But uh, it's in that 30-degree ballpark, let's say. But really, I, I'm, I don't look at it as riding the camp, really, to be perfectly honest with you. I'll have to look at my, uh, my video reviews and see where I'm at. But, um, you know, when I, first noticed, when I first shaved with it, I didn't say, gee whiz, that's not 30 degrees. It must be something. That didn't occur to me at all. I just felt a beautiful, beautiful, uh, wonderful, smooth, positive blade feel from it that gave me a wonderful, wonderful shave. It's 24 If it's 24 degrees, I'll take your word for it. <laughs> that's okay. I don't mind. 24 degrees, that's great. It just delivers a great, great shave. The Aylesworth Dracant Razor. Again, my sincere thanks to viewer Alex Lopez. Thank you very, very much. Fantastic, fantastic razor. Absolutely wonderful. So um, check it out, folks. I'll have links to it below. The Aylesworth Dracant Razor. Viewer Bill Murphy wrote, Hi, Mark. I watch other shaving channels, but yours is the best. Hey, thanks very much, Bill. I really do appreciate that. I watch Geo Fat Boy and am always amazed at how fast he makes a bull lather. Well, I finally broke down and bought the bull that he uses. It's the Shave Nation Ceramic Bull. I just gave it a try and use it as he does and boom, lather in a bowl of creamy lather in less than two minutes. It's amazing because the inside of the bowl is smooth with no bumps or ridges to help build a lather. You just put a little soap or cream in the recessed area in the very bottom of the bowl. I used about a half teaspoon. That made more than enough. Wet your brush and give it two downward shakes and start lathering. The brush picks up soap from the bottom lather spot. If you need more soap, you just need to make sure you get more out of the bottom lather spot. And in no time, you will have rich creamy lather overflowing the bowl. I used Phoenix Shaving's Shave Chaser with my Phoenix Shaving Amber Aerolite brush. I just can't get over how easy it was to make a bowl lather. Here's a link to the bowl. I will provide that link. Thank you very much for that, Bill. It looks like a great, great shaving bowl. And again, you know, you're right. I mean, I'm surprised at, at being so smooth like that and making a great lather Wow, <laughs> that's wonderful. Comes in a variety of colors, folks. So check it out. We'll have a link to it. The Shave Nation uh, Lathering Bowl will also link to the review that, uh, and demonstration that Geo Fat Boy has. Uh, he, uh, Bill also provided that link, so I'll provide both of those links below. Uh, looks like a 
fantastic, fantastic lathering bowl. Hey, Bill, thanks very much for passing it along. Great to hear that it's building some great, great lathers for you. Really, really wonderful. Thanks for passing along to all the viewers. Really do appreciate it. Viewer Jim from Northfield checked in with some great vintage finds. And he wrote, hey, Mark, I just wanted to share photos of my latest finds at two antique malls. Included is the Gillette Slim Adjustable with Case, the Gillette Tech Razor with original box and blades, a couple of vintage Williams mug soaps, some gems, an ever-ready shovel head with case and blade holder, near mint valet auto strops with the actual strops, and the best, the Gillette Cruiser set. It has the original brush and soap in the containers. It's amazing what you can still find even when our hobby is growing. I hope you have a great week. Jim. Hey, Jim, thanks for sending those along. And again, you're absolutely right. Some great, great finds at various antique malls and other antique outlets uh, in your area, in your neck of the woods. Check it out. There is some really, really great wet shaving treasure out there that you can find. And a lot of these vintage razors, they are, they're in good shape, a lot of them. And they just continue to give great, great shaves. Now, if you're not finding the, if you're not finding any of the, uh, uh, the wonderful vintage shaving gear that uh, the Jim finds like that, if you're coming up a little short, check out Adam Smith, also known as Slick, on Facebook. He also finds a lot of great vintage shaving gear, and uh, he has those available for purchase through his Facebook page. So I will link that as well below. So uh, Jim. Thanks very much for sharing that with all the viewers. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another new Wet Shaving Gear segment for this week. Thanks to everyone who contributed. Really do appreciate it. We'll do it again next week. Okay, let's check out some of these questions and comments. Viewer Jimmy V Photography checked in, and he has a really wonderful method on how to properly load the Rexapply Council Slant Adjustable Razor. Now, if you saw my review of the Lucky Tiger Essential Grooming Kit, I used the Council Slant Adjustable Razor, and I did not load the blade properly. I had to stop the shave and take it apart and then reload the blade. Now, Jimmy has a really nice method. Uh, and here's what he wrote. Hi, Mark. I watched the Lucky Tiger video and enjoyed it as always. I saw the misload of the console. I love that razor. But I think it's a design flaw to not have longer posts that go completely through to the base. I wonder if they'll ever change it. I found that if I retain the blade in the crown using the tips of my fingers, when I push the base section on, it works better than if I'm holding the blade lower between my fingers. It seems there is less finger for the base to push away as we join the sections. Not sure if my description makes sense. Here are two photos that I hope help illustrate my finding. First photo, too much finger depth. Okay, there it is right there. You can see that. The fingers are kind of getting in the way. 
Second photo, holding it with as little finger exposure as possible. Let me know what you think. Yeah, I think this is an absolutely great workaround and a great fix and a great routine and method to load the blade in the console. And it's one I've been employing since reading uh, your comment here. And I think it works. Not only is it working well for the console razor, it's also working well for the Pearl Flexi. Because the Pearl Flexi, I think, has that same design shortcoming uh, as in that the tabs uh, aren't, aren't long enough for the slots. And I think uh, you have to do the same thing. You have to have as little finger exposure as you can when uh, loading the blade and aligning things. Uh, so yeah, that's what I've been doing with the, uh, with the console razor. And again, let me show you folks. There is the, the post, about the same size as what you saw on the Flexi. And there are the, the, the tabs, the posts, and there are the slots right there. So yeah, having as little finger exposure as possible to make sure that everything aligns, uh, it really has helped and worked. Now, the other thing that has helped too is repeated use of the razor. Uh, because loading the blade over and over and over again, you, you understand what it should look like and how it should be properly aligned because it is a slant. So that throws you off a little bit. So uh, I think when I shot that video uh, of the Lucky Tiger Essential Grooming Kit, I hadn't used this in a while, so I wasn't used to seeing how the blade looks when it's properly loaded. So I think that was part of the problem as well. But I think that's an absolutely great method and workaround, Jimmy. Thank you so much for offering it to all the viewers out there. Uh, folks, if you have a console slant adjustable razor from Rec Supply. It's a wonderful razor. It really delivers some fantastic, fantastic shaves. If you have this razor, here's a really great method to help you load the blade properly. Thanks again, Jimmy. Really do appreciate it. Okay, I'm just dropping in here really, really quickly. I am editing the Monday Morning Mailbag right now, and I saw that I omitted one little detail uh, in discussing the procedure that Jimmy V passed along for loading a blade in the console slant adjustable safety razor. And it's this. It has to do with how the blade sits in this cap. Now, uh, if, you, if you take a razor blade and you just place it in the cap like this, those tabs are not long enough to go through that blade and lock it in uh, alignment, is what we're saying here. Okay, the tabs, let me just pull this off here. Tabs are not long enough, right? So when you when you when you take a blade and you place it in the cap like this, all right, it's just sitting there. The tabs aren't going through those openings in the razor blade. This is why Jimmy recommends that you press that blade into the cap so those tabs are now exposed. And the tabs are through the blade. All right. And then you use as little finger exposure on that cap as possible so they don't get in the way when you're joining the base plate. There are the slots on the base plate. The blade is now locked in alignment because the tabs are passing through it so that when you join the two together and you're using as little finger exposure as possible here, okay, everything lines up. The tabs go right through to the slots and the blade stays locked in a line position. And as you can see right there, okay, everything is nicely aligned in the slat. 
and this everything is everything is nicely aligned in the razor head. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Okay, there it is right there. All right. So that's that's the little detail that I was missing there in my discussion. Uh, that's why you're pressing the blade into the crown of the cap so those tabs go through the blade. The blade stays aligned and the tabs have enough clearance to join up to the slots in the base plate so everything stays aligned. Uh, if, 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 if you don't do that, if your fingers are, are, are get in the way, that sort of thing, that blade is going to shift a little bit and it won't, it won't be aligned properly. It won't be sitting you won't be sitting in those tabs. That's what uh, that's what's going on there. So perhaps if the tabs were a little bit longer, the blade you wouldn't have to press the blade into the into the crown is what we're saying. But that's the workaround, and it works great. And you can see right there that that is nicely nicely aligned, and that's a really good method for loading this uh, console slant adjustable razor. Again, thanks very much, Jimmy. A really, really great routine and a great method. Really do appreciate it. And yeah, and yeah, I have to shave. I'm gonna be doing a shaving video review. That's why <laughs> I'm a little unshaven. Thanks again, Jimmy. Viewer John Kaczynski wrote the following. Hi, Mark, another great 3MB. Hey, thanks very much, John, I appreciate that. I hope all is well with you. I have a possible topic for a future 3MB. You might recall a review I sent to you regarding the Supply SE Razor. I mentioned in my review the first time I used the razor that I got a nasty nick on my head, no fault of the Supply Razor. I just happened to shave over an existing nick I had from a previous shave with a different razor. The interesting thing is that even almost three months later, I still have a slight sense of dread when I shave over the same spot, as if I'm expecting to get cut again, and I am extra careful in that area. The opposite side and the rest of my head shave goes without any worries. Have you or any of your viewers ever had this experience? I imagine with time this will change, but for now, I still have what I'll call shaving PTSD in that area. Anyway, here's wishing you continued success and I look forward to your 9,000 viewer giveaway, which I'm sure will be very soon. Warmest regards, John Kaczynski. Yeah, we're getting closer to that 9,000 subscriber giveaway. Thanks very much for the reminder on that, John. Uh, really, subscribe to the channel and also hit the bell so you'll get the alerts when we do that giveaway. Uh, so thanks for the reminder on that, John. Now the Supply Razor, this is my go-to for a head shave. Uh, it's great. I love the Nick Stop technology. It really is terrific. But I understand, uh, you know, going over an area that maybe you had a bad Nick from a previous razor and, you know, what are you going to do? I've never really had that trepidation of, um, of, of having the Nick heal up and then uh, being worried about going over that area. Now, uh, you heard me talk about the uh, console razor. Uh, and how I didn't load the blade correctly. I think there was one shave I had with this razor uh, where I nicked myself right here along my jawline, right about there. And uh, I think that was because the blade wasn't loaded correctly again. Uh, so uh, once I've identified the problem to me, psychologically, once I've identified the problem and I go, okay, that's what the problem was, then I, I seem to be pretty good about going over those areas. 
Um, I know that for a while with this one here, once I was a little careful, I was a little more careful in shaving uh, that area. Uh, but uh, really, I was using some really great, great, mild, high-quality razors and uh, some really good artisan shave soap and doing the proper prep. So uh, I really didn't aggravate it at all. Uh, it, was, it wasn't as bad of a nick as I thought. Uh, but again, I, I guess psychologically, if I identify the problem and I, and, I, and I say to myself, I know that this was the problem, here is the fix, then I can kind of go forward with my shave and I'm not too worried about going over those areas again. Now, for head shaves, I will just say this as an aside, there are times where I bump my head or I scrape my head and boy, I got to be careful uh, with, uh, with a, a safety razor that I don't open up anything there. Again, I got to be careful shaving around it. Sometimes if it's really, really bad, and I remember I had one bad gash back there, I had to go to an electric razor and shave around that area because it really took a long time to heal. And it was right here on the crown, back of my crown here uh, of my head. And that's really kind of thin and it took a while to heal up. And, uh, you know, it is a little more sensitive when you're doing a head shave right on top of the crown where the, the skin is thinner and a little bit, uh, where the skin is thinner. Uh, so to speak. At least for me, that's the way it is. But um, yeah, I'll put it to the viewers. Have you ever had that kind of feeling after nicking yourself that uh, you, you, even though it might be healed up, you're a little bit apprehensive about shaving over that area? For me, again, once I've identified the problem in my mind, I go, okay, that's what happened. Make sure not to do that again, Mark. Uh, I can go forward with my shave. That's just kind of the way I looked at it. And uh, you know, I've, I've been fine moving forward with the shave. And I have nicked myself, uh, you know, here and there over the years. Nothing too terrible. But I, what I'm saying is once I've identified the problem, whether it was a fault in my technique or not having a blade loaded properly or being too aggressive with the, uh, the setting on, a, say, an adjustable razor, that sort of thing, once I figured it out, then I was okay with it. And speaking of nicks, uh, are you still looking for where I, <laughs> where I, I nicked myself uh, this morning uh, with my shave? You know, again, find the nick. Try to spot the nick. We'll, we'll, we'll tell you at the end of the show where I, where I did accidentally nick myself. Uh, but yeah, hey, uh, thanks for the, uh, the question on that, John. A good point of discussion. Again, I'll put it to the viewers. Have you ever had the kind of experience that John is describing? Thanks again, John. Really do appreciate it. Hey, viewer Al Spencer checked in and he wrote, Mark, where did the Gillette Platinum Blue get the nickname Swede? The pack I have say made in Russia, Al. Well, uh, Al, that's a great, great question. Now on Bull Goose Shaving, where I got these blades, actually Beth Jones sent them to me. Thank you again, Beth, really do appreciate it. They write, quote, we just received a shipment of Gillette Platinum DE blades from the St. Petersburg plant in Russia. These blades are supposedly exactly the same as the legendary and vintage Gillette Swede blades that you have heard so much about, unquote. Now, really interesting, but why are they called Swedes? Well, here's a little bit of interesting uh, history that I found online. Uh, and uh, here's what I found. Quote, the original Swede blue and white packaging stainless platinum blades seems to have been a Polish-made blade that was packaged in a distinctive blue and white color scheme 
for sale in the Swedish market. These original Swedes had Gillette of Sweden's address on the pack, so blades that made it to other markets became known as Swedes. So there you have it. A blade that was marketed to Sweden that had their address on it uh, and that was then found its way to another country because it said, you know, it had a Swedish address on it. It became known as Gillette Swedes. So that's kind of the long and short of it as I understand it. Uh, anyone out there, if this is an incorrect story, if my research is wrong, please comment below. Or if you have anything else to add to the history of the Gillette Swede, or the name history or the blade history, really would uh, love hearing it. So thanks again for a really, really great question, Al. Really, really do, really, really do appreciate it. The Gillette Swedes are available at Bull Goose Shaving. I'll have a link uh, to these blades. They're absolutely wonderful. Again, my thanks to Beth Jones for sending these along. They're absolutely wonderful, wonderful blades. Thanks again, Al. Hey, Jimmy V checked in one more time and he's got some great information regarding the Phoenix Shaving Copper Ascension Twist Adjustable Double Open Comb Razor. This razor is absolutely wonderful. Now, I know on today's program, we've talked about adjustable razors. We talked about smooth razors. Boy, this combines the best of both worlds. It's twist adjustable. You can open and close the blade gap to increase the aggression or pull back and make it milder. It has a double open comb. It gives a smooth, smooth delivery. And the thing that I like about it that really, really uh, pulled me towards this was Douglas describing how this can act as a heated razor because it's copper and copper retains heat very, very well. And I use this to uh, give myself a really nice, warm shave. Now, imagine I got my brush scuttle keeping my... Uh, brush knot and the lather nice and warm, or one of the shave scuttles, like the Dreamscape shave scuttle, keeping everything nice and warm. And then again, you can heat this razor up and you get this really, really nice, nice warm shave. Absolutely beautiful. Love, love, love the Copper Ascension razor. It's absolutely a fantastic, fantastic razor. And again, if you're looking for a gift this holiday season to give the wet shaver in your life, Check out the Copper Ascension Double Open Comb Twist Adjustable Razor. This is absolutely a marvelous, marvelous razor. One of my favorites. Anyhow, Jimmy V writes, Hi, Mark. You often talk about how well the Copper Dock Double Open Comb Razor heats up, but it also does great for us cold razor people. Here it is in the ice water I put it in pre and during the shave. You can see the head part comes to the ice water temp very well indeed. You can also see how the narrowing of the handle also throttles down the heat transfer to the very tip. I really, really, really love that copper dock. Hey, Jimmy, thanks very much for the photo. And there you have it, folks. It, it's great as a heated razor, and it's also great for those of you who want a cold razor shave as well, copper. The Copper Dock Twist Adjustable Razor, Double Open Comb Twist Adjustable Razor. It is absolutely fantastic. You can use it warm, you can use it cold. It just delivers a great, great shave. Jimmy V, thanks so much for the sending along the photo. And also thanks very much 
for reminding us that not only is this a great warm heated razor, it's also great for those of us who like to use a cold razor for the shave. Thanks again, Jimmy. Really do appreciate it. And that wraps up another Monday Morning Mailbag for this week. Thanks so much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Please share, please subscribe, please like. Hit that bell so it'll give you a yell the next time I upload a video. Comment below, let me know. Check out all the great artists and soap makers you see displayed on the bottom of the screen right now. They make and offer some wonderful artisan shave soap. They also offer some wonderful shave gear for your traditional wet shave. The next time you're online, please pay them a visit. Sure would appreciate it. Thank you very much. Also, check out my Amazon product page at amazon.com slash shop slash Mark Zerady, where you'll find all the Amazon listed products I review on this channel. Organize and categorize so you can find everything in a snap very easily. I'll leave you with this laugh. Hey, here's another double take cartoon puzzle. Try to find the differences between the two cartoon panels. If you need more time, just pause the video. Hey, did you spot the nick? Well, if you said my left earlobe right there, you're correct. Thanks very much for tuning in again. I really do appreciate it. Make it a great week.